This is the Pro-AV Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pro-AV Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Our guest on today's podcast put it perfectly. Technology in design is no longer an amenity or an afterthought. It's an expectation. So why is it still treated like an afterthought by clients, architects, and integrators alike? There needs to be a more concrete plan for technology-forward design. And Electrosonic thinks they've mastered it. I'd like to welcome our guest, Robert Porcio, Electrosonic's Director of Design Consulting for the United States. Rob, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Wonderful, Daniel. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting about this subject of sort of goal-oriented design, right? Having an end vision in mind before you ever get started for how to integrate technology into your architecture and, you know, making the technology um, artistic and functional. I think it's a very poignant topic. I'm excited to bring it up, so let's jump into it. Electrosonic is obviously aiming to lead the charge for more focused planning around technology. So give me a little more insight on why you think now more than ever, the industry needs to restructure how it approaches technology in design. Certainly. As mentioned, technology is now an expectation by all guests. It's certainly not an amenity. We live in a service-oriented world, which makes the experience economy an expectation in all facets of our work and life. Technology is an integral component to drive it when seamlessly fused with spaces and content, but delivering that vital wow factor really takes a bit more from a design standpoint. Right. The coordination of critical infrastructure and facility impacts, which support a wide range of technology systems, should be considered at very early stages in the design process. Our mission as technology designers is to engage our clients and those key stakeholders early conversations to discuss their expectation and intentions for technology. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're seeing that technology improve drastically and at a pretty breakneck speed. So, you know, as the end users expect more out of their technology and expect there to be an experience-driven experience, right? You know, that, that the the aesthetic and the overall experience of, of being there and interacting with that technology, you know, they expect that to be at the forefront of, um, of most brick and mortar installations. So as that technology improves and the end users expect more out of it, you know, I think there needs to be a more focused plan across the board for people to bring technology in with intentionality. You're absolutely correct. Technology should not be a bolt-on to any architectural space. Technology is there to supplement the guest or the user's experience, and it's also there to provide storytelling. And it really just depends on the time and place and space which we work in. So Electrosonic has their own proprietary methodology for approaching technology in design. You guys call it technology master planning. Where did your team draw inspiration from to develop this technology master planning? The inspiration for technology master planning was developed at our previous employer, who was a leading global engineering and technology consulting firm. Our primary focus was large master planned integrated resorts. 
And for us, it was the basic principle of good consulting, where we wanted to write a, a clever idea, right, to listen to our clients. We wanted to focus on our consulting efforts and not selling. We learned that meaningful conversations right. about technology were happening too late in the design process. Coordination with multiple technology systems were not being addressed and accounted for, which impacted the overall cost to the build and budget. We took more of an active approach and requested meetings with all the technology stakeholders, again, early in the design process. The results were great. Conversations were meaningful. Outcomes were to create a go-forward strategy for technology that ultimately saved time, money, and mitigated risk. At Electrosonic, we've refined this process to even further better guide our clients to the master planning process for technology. And obviously, a good plan requires various steps and a lot of intentionality. So go ahead and break down the various steps of the plan and why each of them is necessary for technology to be implemented in a really authentic way when it's part of a design. Technology master planning mirrors the architectural process in its entirety. It starts with concept design. This is a collaborative brainstorming effort to develop solutions to meet the client's needs and overall vision for the project. This is where we begin our conversation for technology master planning, which ultimately becomes the foundation of our design. During this phase, we collaborate with the architectural design team and again, key technology stakeholders to discuss technology. And additionally, we add architectural acoustics to that conversation as well to really holistically look at the entire project. We provide awareness and recommend optimal technology solutions, assisting those stakeholders in understanding how effectively to integrate multiple technology disciplines into a coordinated and unified solution. We look to prepare, define, and design. As we progress through subsequent design phases, such as schematic design, design development, and ultimately construction documents, we continually refine the technology master plan with an increasing level of detail and documentation for all technology systems. Ultimately, when we get to construction administration and technical owners representation, we're ensuring that the technology strategy is realized. Electrosonic is ultimately the guardian of the technology design. The current project that we're working on that we've been providing technology master planning services started two years ago with a new integrated resort project on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, which is called the Drew and is scheduled for completion in late 2020. Uh, the first phase of this $4 billion resort is to provide more than 3,300 guest rooms, uh, which will total when the project is built out around several thousand guest rooms. Uh, this project features a casino, public spaces, movie theater, convention, meeting spaces, and replicas of famous Chinese attraction like the Forbidden City and the Great Wall of China. Our goal and focus was to work with our client, the end client, to work with the architectural firm, and to work with all the key technology stakeholders in this project, looking at the audio, video, control, security surveillance, and card access systems, along with the ICT, the Information and Communications Technology Infrastructure for this project. This holistic, this holistic concept of technology master planning allowed us to have enough foresight to coordinate early phases for the entire technology master planning efforts for this particular project. So how did having this technology master plan really benefit the professionals that were helping design and integrate all of these designs. 
Did you hear any positive feedback or just general feedback on how it improved efficiency or uh, clarified design choices? Yeah, absolutely. There, there were a lot of benefits gained by having these conversations, obviously, very early on. Um, it, it, it was really coordination with the multiple technology systems, addressing accounting for them very early, which we would needed to be mindful of cost to build in the overall budget. We took a very active approach with this, uh, with again, with the proper stakeholders at the right sequence of the design process. This allowed us to refine um, the technology master plan to the overall project and implementation as well, too. And how about for the clients? How did they see a lot of benefit from having that master plan laid out for them? And um, you know, how did it help elevate their project? With a project that is such in, in scale as the Drew or an integrated resort, we must consider the big picture when planning for technology needs. Uh, we listened to our clients' vision and we wanted to understand how their spaces were used to engage guests to create that really personal, memorable experience. We considered the big picture adopting a forward-looking philosophy with scalable solutions that would ultimately grow with this project. The collaboration that was that was provided and fostered with all the stakeholders and the designers very early on in the concept was extremely beneficial to the overall success of the project. It allowed us to find, to discuss challenges that needed to be addressed with these projects and future eliminate risk of wasted resources now or in the future. Uh, this was not only critical to critical to the audio, video, and control systems, but also information and communication technology solutions, unification of security, surveillance, and access control, and the acoustical environments. Any sort of changes to workflow or uh, changes in efficiency that having this plan brings to the actual installation process? Well, what it allowed us to do is, is because the Electrosonic provides a single point of coordination, responsibility, and accountability for the technology design, it allowed our story to be the technology story, to, we tell a compelling story through our drawings. And this shows a truly coordinated set of technology master plan documentation. That's the value to that we provide. So from a professional standpoint, I feel like this really re-emphasizes the transition that the AV industry has undergone from solely being integrators to becoming consultants, really. And yes, you're still going to have your companies that are mainly just there to install and kind of do a, a one and done, right? Um, which I, I don't think we'll ever lose that need in AV, but for the most part, I think we're seeing a lot of companies that began as solely integrators find a lot of value in being consultants and almost emphasize that consultation over their integration services. You know, it's, it's more intrinsic to how they sell themselves as a company, how they brand themselves, and what makes them the better choice as a company. And I think having this technology master plan really helps with that um, consultative attitude. So what kind of effect has having this technology master plan had on Electrosonic, your professionals, and the company culture? Historically, Electrosonic has been known as a global leader for audio, video, and control system design and, in and in integration. <laughs> Our identity and brand is transforming to becoming a global leader, providing our clients innovative technology solutions that ultimately create lasting experience, experiences where people live, work, and play. Our company culture has followed suit to adapt and transform with our mission statement. 
At Electrosonic, a successful project starts at the technology master planning effort and really completes with the successful integration. This is truly a collaborative and team effort by our entire company. If you look at a project, a project life cycle from concept all the way through integration, it touches multiple facets within our company. And there are groups and teams of people that must work and coordinate on these projects. And it really forces more internal communication and coordination on these projects in order for them to be successful. We look at it as a relay race. And as we start to pass the baton from person to person, it needs to be seamless. And information and historical knowledge and data on these projects must be passed on completely to the next person as they take and assume their next role and responsibility with the, with the project. All right, Rob, to kind of wrap things up, I know the technology master plan is really essential for sort of the, the pre-production side of the design and the installation and the actual during of the installation, but it's also helpful for the future of an installation. Um, so I wanted to get your perspective on how does the master plan help guide clients for future use of their installations beyond just their current applications? Solutions developed through technology master planning create more of a forward-looking technology experience. Uh, by integrating complex multiple technology disciplines into a unified framework, Electrosonic provides a single point of coordination and accountability with a clear dynamic roadmap for success. This also translates to our clients' technology needs as well too. And that's the ultimate goal for us, is to look at their needs, not just for today in its current application, but for future use and expected application of their spaces as well, too. Well, Rob, thank you so much for joining us on the Pro AV podcast and giving us a little more insight on Electrosonic's push to become the industry leader for more intentional design and more intentional planning for technology and design. Like we said at the beginning, I think, I think now more than ever, you know, people want that technology in their design. Uh, end users are looking for experience-driven locations and technology and digital displays and, you know, VR, IoT, uh, you know, the, the, um, the applications are almost endless, which is what's so exciting and also a little stressful because you have to meet those expectations that the end user is looking for. So now more than ever, it's really necessary to have these kinds of plans in place. And it's cool to see technology master plans being developed by companies like Electrosonic who are trying to set that standard for the whole industry. So, Rob, thank you so much for giving us your insight. It was a pleasure getting to chat today. Thank you very much, Daniel. I appreciate it as well. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard and would like to listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.